Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what the hell are you doing? Welcome, welcome to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories podcast. So very, very long. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. Pity me. And I, yes, I am. Absolutely lovely. You are my huggy squeezy toy and I feel affection for you. (laughs) I have a lot of emotional reaction for you too. Not here. (laughs) (laughs) shampoo the carpet again (laughs) and now over to the news with el presidente Doctor Who news. New companion named and shamed. We're still about a year away from any new Doctor Who on TV, even more so for Gatwa's era. But nevertheless, we now know who his companion will be. 18-year-old Amelia Millie Gibson will be playing the 15th Doctor's companion, Ruby Sunday, which sounds like a hooker's name. (laughs) (laughs) Gibson was revealed unto the world in the BBC charity telethon Children in Need, an annual event that has had many notable Doctor Who tie-ins over the decades. One of the Children in Need presenters seemed to take a gentle dig at the companion's name, asking if it is spelt ending with an E, like an ice cream, or a Y. Millie Gibson didn't actually appear to know, but at least we weren't waiting months for the character's name, as with Amy Pond some 13 years ago. (laughs) Gibson is best known for some award-winning work on Coronation Street, but also appeared on CBBC's Jamie Johnson, BBC One's Love, Lies and Records, and ITV's Butterfly. Filming for Doctor Who Series 14 is expected to start any day now. Mm, hence the announcement. Mm. I've seen the uh, little online interview with Shuti Gatwa. And discussion, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two, two kind of, yeah. they, they kind of got a good chemistry. They, they, they bounce off each other quite... Watching that, <laughs> they bounce off each other quite well. And yeah. she's had her, had the um, required welcome to the family from a load of the old companions yeah. and doctors oh, on yeah, Twitter. And, okay. and there's already artwork. Oh, she's had artwork posted. Yeah, oh, God, some people are so clever. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Talented artist. is decent... <laughs> So the, the design department now, they announce the character's name, see what all the fan artwork looks like. Oh, we quite like that costume. Let's go for that. So I did, they're my, in credits Capaldi this time. My guess, my guess is she's going to be from the future. Mm. You think so? It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an odd name. And it, it, is, it, it reminds me very much of, oh, it's the we're in the year five, seven, stroke, apple, stroke, what's it? Uh, yeah. You don't Just, think it's... Just an odd name. More from about 20-odd years ago, like Divine Brown or something. No. <laughs> no. All right, then. And I, I correctly predicted that Amy Pond wasn't actually a policewoman and that that looked like a stripper's outfit. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, do it, I'll do it again. Come Ruby on. Sunday is a futuristic prostitute. <laughs> Shiny think, Pound? I think Rusty is going to just push the boat there. Shiny Pound. Shiny Pound. <laughs> I think it would be nice to have someone who either is from the future or like Ace ends up in the future, mm. so has a conceptual point of, of, of that point in time. Yeah. It, it'd be a nice change from 
all of the assistants being contemporary. Because yeah, we I... haven't had any from the past. Past. Not for a while. Not a new yeah. house, aren't we? Right yeah. in a new who. So either, either from the distant past coming forward or from the distant future. But the idea of the companion is to sort of represent it's, us. Yes, it, it is. Sure. Yeah, but, but just as latch. a something different. Yeah, but me in the future would be just as confused as me now yeah, if I was precisely. there. So, yeah. You're just generally confused. Life is a confusing yeah, concept. Is. No, I think she's going to be from modern day Manchester area, which is was what the, the she accent is. that gave it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she's my guess. Okay, we shall see. So there's a shiny pound on the line yeah. here. Oh. And I won't forget. It may be a year away, <laughs> but I'll claim my debt. One of the listeners will remind us. And she's <laughs> got to be the youngest for a long time, only 18. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. So um, Gillen was about 21, I think, when she took on the was role. Billy? Billy Piper was early 20s too, I yeah, think. Yeah, she was older than she, she was Rose. Play, she was playing younger. She was playing younger than she was. Yeah. And Matthew been Waterhouse was just a baby, wasn't he? Yeah, oh yeah. Mm. If we go back to old two, but yeah. even then. Yeah. I, I did have to laugh. There was one of the uh, Facebook pages, has a picture up of her, and it just said, Who? What? Why? <laughs> and I just put up, Ah. Oh, Things we used to say when we heard that Billy Piper was going to be in Doctor Who. If there's one person in this world I trust to do casting well, it's Rusty. It was that lovely Pertwee-like thing. You remember, oh, yeah. you remember the story of when Liz Sladen was being in, uh, auditioned and John mm-hmm. Pertwee was giving the thumbs up behind Barry Letts's, uh, well, behind her back to Barry Letts. And mm-hmm. um, Shuti Gatwa said that when she did her audition, when she left the room, he said, oh my God, that's my companion. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it something I'd not heard of again, but not yeah. surprising. I'm, I'm <laughs> she's, not, she's only a lass. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch soap. But don't, yeah, she's one. She's won the best young actor at the Soap Awards. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I think, she, I think she knows what she's doing. Yeah. 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 Pit orange, though. She found out that she'd got the part when she was coming out of a tanning salon yeah. <laughs> and she Spray got into her mum's car. I love the fact her mum was picking her up <laughs> and said, don't start yet. And her mum's like, oh, no, what's happened? She, she just said, I got the part. Yeah, and much yeah. squeeing and screaming ensued. <laughs> <laughs> Any more news? Dark season. Oh, yeah. Kate Winslet's Big Finish. Mm. Last year, those Aldermongers' Big Finish produced an audiobook of Russell T. Davis's 1991 children's TV series, Dark Season, mm. that was narrated by the original cast member, Victoria Lambert. Now, Big Finish has announced some full cast audios. Lambert is back along with other OG, as the kids say. <laughs> Ben Chandler, Bridget Forsyth, Grant Parsons, and some little-known actor named Kate Winslet. Mm, That's really cool. It's a big bit of a... On the four stories in the dark season, Legacy Rising, one is directly written by RTD himself. The five-disc box set will be released in May 2023 for £28.99 on CD... Or twenty two ninety nine for download only. Mm. Well, they're obviously not paying her a fortune because no. the, the CD <laughs> price is the same as it would be normally, which is quite nice to see. I do remember this when it first came out. I've never it saw was, it. It was um, on children's tea time, so I didn't see yeah. all of them. I saw a couple of them. Mm. Uh, the one I saw had Serverland. Jacqueline oh, Pierce. Thank you, Jacqueline Pierce in it. And it had Kate Winslet running around a load of ducting. <laughs> with a, a back pa- with a backpack on, a bomber jacket, carrying a baseball bat. Oh, so I don't yeah. know what the the inspiration for that was. Oh, I can't think mm. where they'd have got that idea for that yeah. character. We should review it sometime. I'm pretty sure I got it on DVD. I've never watched it though. So I vaguely remember it. I, I vaguely remember said it. Was... it. Might be one of those ones when I see it, I go, "Oh yeah," it was, but it it was ninety one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it was Russell. This was the thing. The things that brought Russell T to my attention before who yeah See, and nice. Kate Winslet's first big job oh, it as well. was it was a, one, of the, one of the first roles after Casualty in I 91 I probably wasn't watching children's TV no I no, I'd, no I'd been at work for well I'd been work for my current employer for six years at that point I'd been work for Many years before they... I had a toddler and a tiny baby. Ah, so you were watching lots of children's <laughs> oh, TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had hours to spare. No, because you had the little ones watching the TV, so you... By osmosis... It was like three months old. 
<laughs> right, James, that's Kate Winslet. We like her. Wake up! <laughs> no, I think it was a late night. It was the last thing on before play school. So it was uh, the last... Bit... Peter, you mean? Yeah, yeah, it was just as I got home. Oh, OK. Staged! Yeah. <gasps> Third season coming, but not to the BBC. There's a really big gorilla on the telly. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody in a suit, I'm sure. Okay, carry on. Back during the dark times of lockdowns and toilet paper shortages, there was a comedy series featuring David Tennant and Michael Sheen, their partners and numerous famous guest stars. Stage did two seasons, both mostly filmed in their homes and using the likes of Zoom. Now, after what seems like an age since it was first mooted, the third season is on its way. Tennant, Sheen, their partners Georgia Tennant and Anna Landberg are back. Guest stars include not Panto Dame Judi Dench, Ewan McGregor, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Kate Blanchett. Not only, but this time they appear to be able to meet in person. I don't know if that'll take part of the novelty off. (laughs) That all sounds great, but the downside is that it won't be on the BBC television this time, but instead you will need a Britbox subscription to watch it. As this podcast goes out, the first episode will already be available to stream. There will also be a behind-the-scenes special covering the creation of the series and a few outtakes. I liked the fact that it was small sound bites and it was remote it was the zoom conversation i'm i'm not hmm. sure it well i think that was part of the novelty of it yeah yes but it was obviously reflecting the time oh, it was, yeah. it was yeah. shot was now people aren't in lockdown and yeah. so it would be a bit odd i don't know they're still busy people wanting to keep in touch and keep meaning to meet up but yes but I if you could yeah if you had the choice of looking at david tennant through a screen or going and physically hugging him and squeezing him <laughs> <laughs> yeah but this yeah, is but michael you, sheen yeah it's michael you sheen he's a very huggy man <laughs> i'm sure ah, but he's not work. that special yeah. <laughs> i'm sure it will make its way off of britbox at some point might do i don't know it might not i suppose speed image did make its way off yeah. britbox onto itv didn't it i think yeah, yeah. so that was an exclusive for so, a time so britbox or your known downloader <laughs> there's been mutterings about well, why why did the, why is it with britbox not fair the BBC didn't want to pick it up. Oh, that's, really? That's okay. the that's only it. reason the contract was up for grabs. Mm. If the BBC had wanted to do it, then it would be on the BBC again. Mm. Well, I'm quite sure it'll end up on Netflix again, because it already has done once. Oh, yes. So. Maybe. Maybe. Any more news? Um, Any addendums? Do you have an addendum? I have a minor, minor addendum. Well, concentrate harder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you've wet yourself. There has been on various Comic Cons uh, Peter Davison trolling uh, David Tennant (laughs) Mm -hmm. standing at the queue with the little card saying he's not that special. Mm -hmm. Well, Mr Tennant's son Ty Ty Mm -hmm. is now appearing in these Comic Cons because he did uh, House of the Dragon. Well, 80 days around the world and House House of of Dragon. Dragon. (laughs) And now Mr Tennant Senior is trolling him <laughs> with little sign I'm cards saying, saying he's, he's not that, not that special, special either. <laughs> but there was one of Peter Davison standing just off camp, well, just off to the side where Michael Sheen was signing with a card saying, now he is that special. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also been, I think, the Comic-Con that has just gone in London, London Film and Comic-Con. Yeah. We had um, Jodie Whittaker and David Tennant, both at this Comic-Con, mm-hmm. with Tennant holding a card saying, I am that special, <laughs> with Jodie Whittaker holding a card saying, no, he's not real. <laughs> he started something, isn't he? David <laughs> yeah. 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 Seems to have snowballed. <laughs> and that's the end of the news. Right, because we're all getting on a bit and reading becomes difficult, what with failing eyesight, Keith has to have reading glasses now. (laughs) We said you wasn't going to mention that. I lied. We have taken to listening to some big finish again. Mm. This time it's the Paternoster Gang Heritage 2. Pause for music. Even more heritage. (laughs) 
Right, we love the Paternoster gang. We yeah, think yeah. they're brilliant. They mm-hmm. We have not disliked anything they've done. And so we were very, very pleased to listen to this one again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made up of three stories. The first one is about uh, negotiations between two warring factions. <laughs> it is yes. called Dining with Death. Mm. The second one is a haunted house. Mm. It's called The Screaming Ceiling. And the third one is about spring Jack. It's mm. called spring Jack. <laughs> Cunningly titled. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, out of the three of them, the first one was my favourite. It was written by Dan Starkey. Yeah, yeah, And was. Strax in it was particularly brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most outright comedy of the it three. It really yeah. was. Yeah. It was wonderful. I was giggling on the train. My favourite part is when these these two warring factions have never seen a Sontaran, but they know they dislike them. <laughs> yeah, they, they've been impinging on their territory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Vastra admits that Strax is a Sontaran. There's much huffing and puffing and rah! And then she tells him to run through a wall and he does and there's much crumbling of brickwork and that and the two warring factions are like oh okay mm, crikey no we're not going to take on him and mm. just as the scene fades out you hear i think i'm getting the hand of diplomacy madam <laughs> <laughs> and th- this one also mentioned straxes of our the the uh, arch enemy Oh, yes. Rutan. Rutan. So what did, what did we think of this first one? Adam? Yeah, it was good fun. Quite broad comedy. It almost yeah. hitchhikery in some places. And, yeah. so the, the, so. I think the problem I have with this box set is they're all good. Yeah. There is not really one that I could say, oh, I didn't like that, or that one's my favourite. Mm-hmm. They're all to, to, to a very good and high standard. Yeah. I think Di- uh, Dan Starkey watches Father Brown. <laughs> okay, really? Okay, why? <laughs> because there's a character in Fla- Farmer- Father, Father Brown that's come up a few times who is a wily thief, no, wily that's... like a fox, yeah. whose name is Flambo. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. I did like about this is certainly the, um, oh, God, not, what are they? The, the, war, the warthogs or the foxes. No, the foxes. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of the species. That doesn't matter. Call God them the foxes. Yeah, the, the, the foxes. foxes. They they all sound very much like either Terry Thomas or yeah. Leslie Phillips. It's yeah. all yeah. cut glass yeah. English. Not so much the warthogs. Not not so much walruses. 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 Yeah. Walrus, yes, you're right. Okay. Walrus. Although they're described, they're walruses. They they also described as being more gaseous. Because mm. they need a, a special, they can survive in our atmosphere for short term, mm-hmm. but need a special room and special atmosphere to fully survive and mm. come back. Initially, they take the form of humans, having oh, a, a meal. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so the perception filter, holograms. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Another thing I liked about Strax is everything, no matter what he's do- is doing, everything's war and tactics. Mm-hmm. Like Vastra asks him, is he not proud to be a butler yes. for her? And of course, he is proud of this and he will tend to their needs with maximum prejudice that was it (laughs) also again i I love strax is the fact that when he's trying to be clever you can hear it in his voice (laughs) what like shall i get the memory word (laughs) or so you're the Professor. <laughs> yeah. Clearly enjoys the character, doesn't he? Oh, oh God, so. yeah. And he, it, what was it, he had the um, the training explosions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they uh, aren't re- big. It's only a recreational grenade. <laughs> the second one. The screaming ceiling. Ah. I love the way this was presented. You've got this... Um, mm. Not a ghost hunter or a ghost finder, yeah. yeah. You've got this ghost finder <laughs> yes, called yes. Thomas Karnacki, yeah. and he's narrating the story. Mm. Yeah. But his narration is challenged as it's happening at times. Yeah, it's a bit odd because he's doing it in real time at he some was, point. He was, he was. But he's a bit of a wuss. <laughs> and this haunted house, as with all good ghost stories, is not what it seems. No. Of course, it has to be alien. Being of course, dogged. of course, yeah. 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 But what I did love about this, and what surprised me, is they've pulled Karnaki from somewhere else. Where? He, name is yeah, he's a literary great. He was one of the uh, equals of Sherlock Holmes oh, back right, in I didn't know that. yeah back in the eighteen hundreds. He was part of the Penny Dreadfuls. 
the character was resurrection resurrected for um, oh god King Newman uh, the Anno Dracula right books, maybe that's right and right. also yeah. the um, League of Extraordinary uh, Gentlemen not League of Extraordinary Gentlemen the no. Diogenes Club books oh right yeah right, right. his name was familiar yeah. I, just, yeah, I, I thought he was one of the T birds from Greece <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, in, in, including to and right up to the electronic pentagram oh. but, but we never found out where he got the electronic no, pentagram no. until now because yeah. he had a whole case full of yeah, um, yeah including yeah. what sounded like an old-fashioned egg whisk it, well, it was, <laughs> they, it was whisking, stirring the air exactly. the <laughs> i'm not sure if it was big finish but i know dan starkey has played an older version of Karnaki. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, I recognise the name, and I know did a, a Google search a little while back, and so he has a, a long and broad history, but okay. it's fallen out of favour these days. Yeah, it's out of copyright, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Home stuff is, isn't it? Hence, well, hence yeah. the Anno Dracula. Yeah. And uh, the one thing I would take away from his box set is uh, the line, a ghost did it. <laughs> billiards. <laughs> He'd mastered billiards. Yeah. But yeah. What, what worried me is after that, he was going to take on darts. <laughs> yeah. uh, the bit I love with that was Strax, I can kill anything, but they're already dead. I can kill anything. <laughs> was this the one with the uh, robot crabs? No, that was the first one. That was the first one. Oh, that was so sad. Oh, yes. He he sent his his little army of robot crabs into the uh, piping to see what was amiss. And then we we heard them get wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. It was so sad. (laughs) And the last one was a proper Victorian Ripper episode. Yes. Oh, yes. wasn't he just? And this is, again... Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, you, steeped in actual legend, yeah. London legend. Mm. Yeah. Because I think Spring Hill Jack was active from the early 1800s. Last be. reporting was 1960, I think. Yeah. Really? They, they, had it, they had it completely right in the um, in this story because yeah. he was meant to be enveloped in his black cloak with his uh, red blazing eyes. red eyes yeah. and his metal little hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like Edward Scissorhands went a bit nuts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was he was after Jack the Ripper because there was a fear of it being another another Jack. No, I think I think Springhill Jack was before Jack. The oh Ripper. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Right. He was. Uh... Yeah, because it was in this story they say Springhill Jack hadn't been seen for decades. I think at this point, oh, Teddy. Yeah. Reading from the mighty Wikipedia, Springhill Jack is an entity in English folklore of the Victorian era. The first claimed sighting of spring Jack was in 1837, which is, I think, the year that Victoria took the throne. Mm. I might be wrong. Ooh. Later, sightings were reported all over the United Kingdom and were especially prevalent in suburban London, the Midlands and Scotland. So that would have been before... Well before the Jack the Ripper was 1888. Yeah. Mm, yes. Jenny got a lot to do in this one. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. She, had, she had a bit of an attitude on her. <laughs> she did. She really hated the journalists. She'd re- well, not surprised she was a gutter. gutter what's it? Well, that, it was quite that, sad because when our Spring Hill Jack, when he um, showed her... Time, her uh, timeline, as yeah. it were, mm. sounds like she went to all the right schools, was doing everything right, but then her mother died, father. and father. her father died, and it kind of all just went downhill from yeah. there. Yeah, so, her and her mum ended up in the poorhouse. Yeah, yeah and, just, and she basically yes. did what she had to, to do, do to yeah. get them out of there. Mm. But no, Jenny, Jenny was really attitudey about <laughs> it. <laughs> she was, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, but once again, Jenny pretends to be a boy. <laughs> now, Are you sure this isn't Strax? No. I mean... I can't quite see her getting away with it. Not at all. The actress looks nothing like a boy and the voice. (laughs) Even when she tried to make it low like that. Yeah. There seems to be this common idea that go back about 100 years and people couldn't tell the difference between genders. If you 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 put your hair up under a cap, you were suddenly a boy. It did happen. It did happen, yeah. There were very, very famous people that did it, but they really had to work at it and deliberately. Not just put a hat on and talk in a funny voice. No disrespect, but they can't recognise a Santara. It's very true. (laughs) He's he's a heavyweight chap. It's because of all the smog. Yeah, Mm, that's that's what it was. There's so many many pea soupers that, yeah. Yeah. In we'll fact, just accept it's a boy. <laughs> it is an ongoing problem with this entire series. You have uh, Vasta and Strax, and they've yeah. got to interact with normal people. Yeah. And lots of the time they kind of gloss over. Oh, you look like you've got a big head and <laughs> you've got scaly skin, but you must be a medical thing. But she, she would have had a veil on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you've also got the alternate group. Yeah. 
Yes. The, uh, again, it's the a Silurian, a human, yeah. and a Centauran sort of bundling around. Again, <laughs> nobody mentions them. Yeah. <laughs> Completely spoiling this one. I really oh, liked no. this one because there was no enemy. Mm. No. Just simple misunderstanding. Yeah. I'm amazed that they hadn't done spring Jack in uh, Jager and Lyford. Yeah. It's such a big thing of Victorian yeah. times. Yeah, Victoriana. Yeah. I can't remember them doing it, so I assume they didn't. Yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah, I don't think they had because they would have wouldn't have done it again. Would no, they? I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. No. So overall, what did we think of this box set? I enjoyed it. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I, I would heartily recommend this to anyone. Yeah, it's Me quite too. a while. It came out in uh, October 2019, so it's... Yeah, that, that was it. Three did the, did the, the creature under the Thames... The, oh, yeah. Was, I, I'm just wondering, was that the same creature from... Bill and, Bill and Capaldi. Yeah. <laughs> Thin ice. Thin ice, mm. yeah. I'm just wondering, is, is it meant to be the same creature? I think it is, because mm. um, Vastra... Vastra recognised she, it. She recognised it, and she was worried they were going to wake it. So, yeah. I think it was. I like to think it was. <laughs> yeah. Because it would have been the, been the right time, wouldn't it? Because Vastra was around during Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I'm not sure when... she ate him. But yeah, she's I... also there for that story as well. When were the Frost Fairs? Yeah, I'm not sure deep when breath. the last Frost Fair was. 18... Well, Deep Breath, you had Deep... 20... Yeah. Capaldi's first story, which was yeah. a Frost Fair, and Vastra was there. No Frost Fair in, uh, in Deep Breath. Deep, deep Breath. They go on to the Thames. Yeah, in Thin Ice. Oh, right, yes, sorry, yes. Because the Thames is frozen over yes, in thin ice. Because, me... because Capaldi jumps into the Thames. I'm getting my stories <laughs> discombobulated. Because uh, the, the thin ice, I think, was meant to be the last Frost Fair. Yeah. Implication being the creature. Yeah, cause, cause the, the, uh, so, yeah. the co- coolness. She, she, not not the big volcano explosion. Not, not that the they big volcano did it now. explosion. Oh, right. It was Krakatoa, was it? Um, I don't think, no, it was one that's like made Krakatoa look like a little blip. I know, no, it echoed around the world. Mm. Okay. The, the, the dust cloud created a, a false that's, ice age. That's why all Charles Dickens's Christmas stories have snow in because when he was younger it always snowed at Christmas well, always according to historic UK mm-hmm. I, th- I think someone's been playing with the um, a bit of poetic license with the dates okay. the frost fairs ran well I say ran occurred <laughs> between the year 1600 and the last one was in 1814 mm. so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which is rather earlier than I am um, well, the, the earlier ones would have been made sense because the Thames was much much, much wider and much, much thinner. Thinner. Shallower. Yeah. Shallower. Shallower. So even though it was a tidal river, there yeah. would have been the possibility for it to freeze at mm. some point. When you got to the Victorian era and you've got the banks raised up, the embankment, the embankment mm. and the rest of it, you've made it much deeper and the water will be so much faster flowing, it's more difficult for yeah. it to freeze. So you had to have extreme situations for mm. that. Yeah, well, obviously Strax, Jenny and Vastra weren't in the night, so yeah, it was before their time. Yeah, besides, besides the Beastie would have gone by then and be swimming around. So Yeah, so presumably it can't be the Beast then or... Well, it could be. You just, don't know I how it, long it lives. I think it could still be the Beast because he comes back to feed in the, the Thames. Oh, OK, maybe. Well, the, fir- the first Frost Fair was in AD 695. <laughs> OK. And then nobody bothered to mention it until 1608. <laughs> Yeah, and then the last one was in 1814. But anyway, <laughs> any mood up. Yeah. We've been distracted. Yeah. So, yes, Heritage 2, Paternoster Gang, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Don't laugh out loud on a Chiltern Line train, though, because... You, you know, get stared at. <laughs> Hopefully they'll be doing more. There are four box sets of this Heritage Line. Yeah. It's been a couple of years since we've had one. Obviously, we've had the COVID. pandemic, whatever yeah. you so, yeah. But notably, Neve McIntosh didn't play Vastra in Redacted, did yes. she? No. So no. I don't know if she stepped away from the role or what. Oh, or I hope just, not. Maybe it's, just, it's such just a, a... It's like, like you said, that it's such a spaced-out role. Yeah. That yeah. it's not exactly going to typecast. <laughs> She's got no, plenty indeed. of time to do other things. And doing audio, don't forget the makeup. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. They do. Actually, I've heard that Big Finish are really strict. <laughs> yeah, Her got... and Dan Starkey, yeah. full yeah. makeup. The only way to get into character. Well, th- I-, I can believe that. What was it? The uh, Lower Decks, diverting slightly. Lower Decks, yeah. recently, they had one set on DS9 mm-hmm. with Quark 
and Armand Schumerman brought his old teeth in to wear that, while recording. That makes sense because he got to get the. No, the no, voice he, he needed to get back into character, and the only way he could do it <laughs> is with the teeth. He probably sounds di- different with the teeth in, too, <laughs> I would have thought. But yeah. I mean, poor old Neve McIntosh. She, people all over the world know her voice. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> courtesy That's the way of to the, do it if you value your privacy. Oh, yeah. Mm. But courtesy of the um, Master Chefs and that kind of stuff. And then how, half the master, of who Master fan, Chef is um, India Fisher. India Fisher, sorry. Yeah, mm. but they Neve's done a lot of stuff for the, vocally. There was one recently the, where she played uh, someone's mad mother mm. in flashback, and I'm sitting there thinking, I know that voice. I know, where do I know <laughs> no, that no, voice? Yeah. <laughs> right, we would know. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't know. Right, we would like to know That's what better. you guys thought of Heritage 2. Mm. Write to us, please, because people have stopped writing to us, oh. and it makes us sad <laughs> and a little bit angry. Mm. You can do so via show at staggeringstories.net. Don't make just, her angry. You wouldn't like her <laughs> when she's angry. Just let us know you're still listening, please. <laughs> Adam. Hello. Should we have a quiz? Why not? Damn it, Yes. I said a bad word. I do apologise. What's our quiz What's and our how quiz? do we play it? Right, so it's an audio quiz. Woohoo! It would have to be, really, wouldn't it? Well, it could be a, a visual quiz that PF described. What's, oh, know. no, that's not uh, <laughs> Now, given we've recently ended an era, yep. the Chibtarka era, as it's yep. now dubbed. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get Nupois. Uh, <laughs> I think Whittacle would be a better. <laughs> that sounds a better, better era, yeah. Chibtarka. I keep so, thinking of, uh, what is it? Chewbacca? Paul, no, no, Pool of Bright Water. Oh. So there are 13 Ooh. audio clips, Ooh. and you've got to name the episode. He, do- he doesn't just throw this stuff together, does he? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want people to put their hands up? Yeah, I think it's easiest. Well, I, I think we could sort of start by saying we should put our hands up, but understand fully that we're just going to shout out the answers. Okay. Right. Now, hang on. We should put our hands up, understanding fully that you're going to be shouting out the answers. I can't shout. My eyes are a bit rubbish. Uh, (laughs) How lenient do we want to be on actually getting the episode Oh, very lenient. Is it the one with the thing? The one with the the thing I'm going to claim the same rules for B Sky B. My arm doesn't work. Not the butter doesn't work. My arm doesn't work. So I'm going to get none of these. we're lenient and... And there will be shouting out. Okay. okay. So basically, if you could show us the answers okay. now. Does, does ooh, ooh, ooh count? That's, that's the shouting given? out, okay. yeah. Okay. We ready then? We are ready. No. Nope. The first one. I should say a reassuring thing now, shouldn't I? Yeah, probably. I'm still quite socially awkward. So I'm just going to subtly walk towards the console. I know what it is, but I don't know the and episode. Then, in a minute, I'll think of something that I should have said that might have been helpful. Okay. She's so good. Well, I'm glad we had this chat, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the name of the episode. It's Why are you putting your hand up then? <laughs> her second season, and it's the little discussion between Graham and the 13th Doctor cool. about his cancer. Is it the weird one with the frightening the life out of his daughter episode? No. No. Because that was... That was first season, her oh, first right. season. The Villa Diodati haunting jobby. No, no. No. Darn. That's the only one you know the name of, isn't it? I'm not very good. I, I wasn't very good at episode names with in <laughs> old who, let alone it's, new who. It's not Spyfall. And nope. It's not Villa Diodati. Nope. Orphan 55. <laughs> no. Are we going to give up? We are. No, actually, I'm going to look up the season names and just <laughs> shout out episode names. <laughs> How many chances are you allowed? Okay, I'll give it to you. It's the one with the flying fingers. It's Can You Hear Me? Oh, yes. yes. That was the one he said. No, I'd said everything but the actual title. Oh. Yeah. Can you explain what the scene is? Because he just heard it. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, know, I know what scene it's from. And I know which episodes it isn't. But yeah. I couldn't tell yeah. you which episode it was. So it's the, the whole one that dealt with the depression and the people left behind and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Okay, next one then really yes really since when since forever and how did i end up like that oh it's the All one with rainbows yeah, and trousers that don't reach what no how did i end up like you you don't you're in my future not the other way around 
It's the one with the lighthouse. And, yeah. And the buried TARDIS. Yeah. You said that was enough. Is that enough? And the one with jo- with the alter well with the um Joe Martin doctor and with the with the, with their own TARDIS which is buried. And the, with the Jadoon, for flip's sake. Okay, we're nearly there. <laughs> Fugitive of the Jadoon. Uh, that's the one. <laughs> Thought Jadoon might give away the title, didn't <laughs> Number three then. Yours. I don't remember ordering anything. Oh, oh, the, the, the boxes, <gasps> the delivery, the kablam! <laughs> Still me? Nice. <laughs> yeah, kablam. Yay! <laughs> That's the only one I remember. Billy! 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 The next doctor, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, off 55. Who can forget Benny? Yeah. Gave his life. I think that was my best skid ever. I'm so chuffed. Modern team, gang, extended fam. Billy. <laughs> Let's hear Billy again. Billy. Oh, I don't know. Again. I think that was my best skid ever. I'm so chuffed. Modern <laughs> team, gang, extended fam. The woman who fell to earth. Nope. Is it was it the um King James one? No. I can't think of where that one come from. Not a freaking clue. No. <laughs> can't remember skidding about. No. Give up? Yeah. Resolution at the end where they're trying um, to melt the Dalek's casing and she's yeah. skidding about trying yeah. to <laughs> Got take you. the fire. Okay, this one should be an easy one, so <laughs> no, no, I don't want to be part of this. We have to. I'm sorry. We have to not help her. Oh Rosa <laughs> Yeah, just Rosa. That was a brilliant scene. It was, yeah. A lot of explaining to do. Like what? Like, who are they? And are we being replaced? No, this is Hader. This is Nor. It's the one with the Spyful? part two, particularly, but yeah, yeah, there we go. Maybe. We know they say, Doctor, nothing ventured, nothing blown. Oh, I'm talking to myself again. It's a good sign. Thanks, Doctor. Still here. No, shut up. I need to concentrate. Last of this matrix. Uh, it's one of the flux episodes. I think the last one. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Is it Survivors of the Flux? Nope. It's not Flux. It's not Flux. Nope. It's the finale of series twelve, The Timeless Children. Oh, okay. Okay. And she's in the Matrix, the Master's yeah, Chapter in the said, Matrix. She said Matrix. Yeah, exactly, okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> I, sir, am Professor Eustatius Jericho, scourge of scoundrels. I wish I'd written that autobiography, but a good title by the wrath of Santa. What an awfully big adventure. Is this the one with the the, the tunnels under Liverpool? Yeah. <laughs> there are several of those. It's 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 part of the flux. Oh, right. It's definitely part of flux. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to narrow it down at all? Part two. Part of, three. Of six. Part four. <laughs> part five. Part no, six. No, not part two. <laughs> part four. No. Part five. No. Part six. Yes. Yay! I said part six first. <laughs> she did. Yeah. There's one where he dies. He uh, yeah. gets left on the ship. Oh yeah. So it's the final episode. The fact that I fell asleep, I think, during the final episode it's of called... the flux, and still have no idea yeah. how it ended. Companies have to look up the names. Well, that's actually called The Vanquishers that uh, final okay. episode another quite easy one came up I think yeah. of course not to kill her but to fill her oh check out my rhymes poetry under pressure <laughs> no <laughs> play it again of course not to kill her but to fill her oh check out my rhymes poetry under pressure the haunting of Villa Diodati nope gone it is The Witchfinders damn it that <laughs> <laughs> was my second choice <laughs> We're not doing well here. No, no, we're not. no. <laughs> okay, now this one's got to be got to get this one, surely. Doctor, can I just say, you really need to get out of those clothes. Uh, the, the woman who fell to Yes. Yeah. Of course, that set up the entire relationship, didn't it? Well, it did. Hence the mattress in the console room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I've really got to start paying attention to titles. Yeah. <laughs> Because all the old Who and the early new Who, it's just been osmosis. I've watched them so yeah, many times. Yeah, I know, yeah. But I'm going to have to do a, another Whitaker watching because, yeah. Okay, penultimate one then. Go on then. Don't like being told what to do. Yeah, I'm getting that impression. Oh, that was... Nah. Play it again. Don't like being told what to do. That's from yeah. 
I'm getting that impression. That's the young that's man, the, isn't it? The kid, the the guy, the ship flyer. I want to say mm. Bender or Bentner, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not uh, Vinder. Vinder. It's not Vinder, no. Oh, no, it sounds like him. It does. What's the second ep- the episode where they end up? She ends up looking for the TARDIS. Ghost Monument. Ghost, Ghost Monument. It's not Ghost Monument, no. Don't like being told what to do. Yeah. I'm getting that impression. Have you watched Ted Lasso? You might no. recognise that voice if you have watched Ted Lasso. <laughs> no. no, go on. That is the Saranga conundrum. Oh, I can never pronounce that anyway. So that's the uh, the medic guy. They clash. Okay, yeah. the final one then. You've got to get this one. Nice. <laughs> got to get it, surely. It's easy for you. You've got, got all the, the answers. answers. <laughs> Most of these I would have got anyway, to be honest with you. Right then. Doctor, whoever I'm about to be. Oh, um, um, Tower um, of the Doctor. Um. Laurie. <laughs> Parallel Doctor, indeed, yeah. yeah. So you got a couple of those. <laughs> we weren't very good at that, were we? No. I'll just, oh, blame, well. I'll just blame it on menopause brain. I can't hold the information anymore. <laughs> Tell you what, let's forget that happened. <laughs> and talk about Enola Holmes 2. Pause for music. Right, we're over to our second Millie of the day. Yep, indeed. Yep. Also and born in, 19, in 2004. And yeah. set in a Victorian period. Gosh, it's almost like we planned it. <laughs> this is Enola Holmes 2, starring Millie Bobby Brown. The Revenge. Kind yep. of awesome. <laughs> and I have a confession. Oh, what is your confession? I didn't recognise Tewkesbury at first in this. Oh, Because he in that Enola Holmes 1, <laughs> he was still very much a baby lad. <laughs> and the few years in between, he shot up a bit. <laughs> That's information. He's a little bit, little bit older. He is. He's, he's very, very manly and rugged. And his voice is broken. And this one, I was really, really, I, I loved the the plot of this one. It's all, all yeah. to do with match girls in London. Yes, it's, it's a actually real thing. happened. Yeah. I did say at the beginning, some of this happened real. The important bits. Yeah. 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 At that point, I was going, "What really?" Oh, yeah, me too. And I mean. then I watched the film and I thought, "Yes, it did." Yeah. The, the only thing with that bit that I did find why they didn't do it was why it was typhus and why it wasn't. Fossy jaw. Well, it's, it was, the same, it's the same thing. Well, typhus and fossy jaw were two different things. No, they're much the same. They are. Uh, much... But it was specifically fossy jaw. Mm. It's specifically. It was specifically yeah. fossy jaw, but they were calling, calling it, it typhus, typhus. Yes, to, it. to cover it up. Yeah. Which happened in real life. Yeah. 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 In real life, the company did know and yeah, covered yeah. it up. Yeah. Because they were bits. Yeah. I mm. don't know if there's any corrupt police and people like that, but uh, the basics of it. Oh, yeah. Are, are yeah. true, sadly. Again, yeah, it's following tradition. So the first one was a, about the uh, reforms, yeah. so yeah. women could get the vote and all that sort of thing. And this is, again, it is, along the same sort of lines. Yeah, it's of, loosely based in real happenings. Yeah, and very, very women loosely, being but, yeah. oppressed and yeah. generally turned into slaves. In this yeah. One, yeah. And I think the um, uh, suffragette movement is a couple of decades early, with no. the blow, blowing up the... Um, Post boxes. Oh, that, so, that happened, but no, the suffragette movement. We think of it as the beginning of the twentieth century, but it was going on long before. No, it was. How can I put this without sounding like man explaining? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, essentially, it got its act together in the early 1900s and I acknowledge it It became a there. militant movement. Yes. I incite yeah. this meeting to rebellion. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> yeah, the, the fight for suffrage originally started with men's and women's yeah. suffrage. Yeah. And it was mm. only after the men got the vote Bastards. that the... Um, and then you got women who held land but the general suffrage then mm-hmm. became militant to get the last bit. So mm. you are both right. It's complicated, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, am, I am completely right in a wrong sort of way. <laughs> Is that right? I've lost track of everything. <laughs> I like the pace of these. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a good fun. And they are, they are a jolly good romp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for, for me, watching this, I think it was at the very least on a par with the first Yeah, year. I think so, to having seen it twice now. Because yeah. Yeah, they're not setting it up. You're familiar with the characters you know what's going on but it still engaged me yeah. she's a she's a private eye or a detective in her own right in this but yes. so few people are taking her seriously <laughs> yeah, walking into the office and asking to see her mum 
master. Yeah. Or yeah. her brother. Yeah, he's your brother. Yes. Free and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The villain of the piece. <laughs> the police oh, which one? The, of, police the police officer. Grail. The police officer. Grail. Grail. Yeah. I, I love the actor. I think I've seen him in a few things. Oh, like David, David Fools. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, he was in Harry Potter 3, particularly, yeah. wasn't he? He was great in that. I loved that character. I thought, you know, it's, it's suitably smarmy. horrible. <laughs> yeah. Smarmy. Yeah. But it's also suitable for that time period. His yeah. attitude towards the women and the yeah. girls and, and that kind of stuff. Generally was, being corrupt and fitting up people. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was yeah. totally fitting. And the bit in the yard with the prison, and you think they're all going to yeah. beat her up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we have to give a shout-out oh, to yeah. Helen Sterling Lane there. Yeah, she mm. was the, the featured prisoner. Yeah. She was. She was the tough prisoner. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who looked like she was about to, to beat up uh, Nola yeah. Holmes. And... Yeah. And I also would like to mention this version of Moriarty. Yes. Yeah, yeah very much in keeping with her. the it general was, theme. It was wonderful. It, one, she was certainly hiding in the background pulling the strings. Yeah. Yep. She wasn't front and centre. Yep. And when she was front and centre as Moriarty, I loved the fact that she was having fun. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a loony a la <laughs> Sherlock. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. The, in recent years, the, the hyper-intelligent bad guy has always been a Joker-esque yeah. Moriarty or the master, they yes. had to be yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it wasn't. She was having fun, as in leaving the little clues, yeah. Yeah. but she was in tr- total command and control. Because during the ball, yes. she basically trained Enola yeah. what mm. to look for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Not, A game's not much fun if not everyone knows what the rules are. Yeah, so yeah. exactly. You've got to have a worthy opponent. Yeah. But yeah. her only downfall was that she felt the need to come forward and that, basically out herself. No disrespect, but ego. Yeah. Mm. What's yeah, yeah. the point of doing if they, all this if nobody's going to notice? Well, yeah. she said she has more brains, twice as much brains as everyone in that room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But if she hadn't stepped forward, obviously Sherlock had figured it out it was her. Yeah. But I don't know he had enough proof for it to so, go anywhere. Yeah. And nobody else would have believed it without yeah. the proof. I see. This is It was early days, so that's not a mistake that will be made again. <laughs> Note to self. Don't acknowledge crimes. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. And your only mistake was inviting it down. Yeah. yeah. This the end of this, of course, we uh, we meet another main character who hasn't featured. Oh so yes, far. yes. Yeah. So that, it, it places it nicely before uh, studying Scarlet. Yeah. Mm, yes. We, we meet what doesn't play a bit loose with the can. Well, I think I, I, I'm just wondering no. what the uh, the estate holders are going to do because they got <laughs> they, they got really annoyed about the first one because yeah. Sherlock Holmes smiled. Bastard! Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah he, he was emotionally involved with his. Uh, well, you mean sister. that little smirk at the end? Yeah, they were walking on. That, the little smirk. That wasn't a smile. That was an acknowledgement of a job well done. The, the little smirk <laughs> of a smile and the fact that he took uh, joy in uh, Anola doing this, which uh, yeah. apparently lays to a more emotional Sherlock Holmes, which is still in canon, oh. as in you have to pay for it. There's because. Copyright is something like 80 years. Mm. Yeah, over half the books are... I think there are 10 stories left, which yeah. is silly copyright, in the US, not here. Yeah, there, all there's, there's here. half the books that are uh, open copyright. Yeah. But the more emotional Sherlock Holmes are in, as you said, those four-turned stories. Because apparently they which... were written after he lost his daughter or his wife or something yeah. like that. Right. So therefore he wants a bit more... Yeah, but... yeah. Which, I think which it... they guard copyright religiously. Yeah, but it didn't go to trial. It was... Dismissed. Yeah. It might have been a settlement, but yeah. they were going to lose. So I, I, I'm just wondering what their reaction to Mycroft would be. You know, Moriarty. scandalous. How dare they? Oh, Moriarty, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, yeah. Mo- um, I like Lestrade in this. He's not as bumbling as he is in some of the portrayals. A lot of yeah. Sherlock Holmes mm. portrayals portray Lestrade as being... A bumbling idiot. It's a bit bumbling. Is is asking people what should I charge them with? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, but again, I, he's very early in his career. But yeah. also, I think some of that was where he was starting to see that things weren't quite right because I mm. got the feeling it wasn't a case of oh, I don't know what to charge them with. It was more a case of, what am I charging yeah, you're, them you're with? You're obviously yeah. fitting this up. What yeah. am I meant to be doing? Yeah, he isn't the bumbling idiot. And no. he's, he isn't the genius, but and he's definitely starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But asking for his pipe. He's, yeah. he's also yeah. very honest. It's like, yeah, he, he will follow the rules to the nth degree, but it has to be the right rules, not just because it's what you want to do. If I remember in the books, Lestrade is described as the best 
of a bad lot. Mm. Yeah. Here we see him arresting Grail at the yeah. end, don't we? So yeah. He's the, the straight guy. Yeah, he, he's, the, he's the good guy, but he's got to follow the rules. Yeah. And you can see he, he was always doubting that Nola Holmes was involved in the murder and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm. He wasn't there pushing to have her arrested. That was all Grail. That was, yeah. yeah that obviously, was... he really committed the murder and... Uh, yeah. Cutting up, up things. Yeah, fitting up. Bad her. man. That was really sad about the couple in love. We thought we worked that yeah. out quite quickly, yes, didn't we? we? Did. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Life can be hard. And, uh, and now he's dead. And yeah. now he's dead. Uh, I did like the realisation at the end where you have Anola flashbacks putting it all together, the costume prop at the theatre yeah. on the act, on the uh, woman at the uh, dinner. At yeah. the, all the coming jig- together. Yeah, the jigsaw clicking into place. Yeah. Mm. So she's not perhaps quite on uh, Sherlock's level where he probably would have noticed, recognised the outfit immediately. Well, mm. no, she's, no, she's like... 20 years younger than yeah, him. No yeah. disrespect. She, I don't think she has the worldly knowledge at that point yes. in time. Being We're, just a girl. To being, just a, to being just a young girl. I think, yeah, was she about 18? She's yeah. 18. Yeah. 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 With the first film, I mean, Sherlock mentioning that various things, uh, useless things at the time, will be more helpful later in life mm-hmm. when she was at the school. Just dry that down. I should do. Yeah. A bit late now. <laughs> it's another one which we had a recurring thing of home saying you should write, you should that, write that down. down. Yeah. <laughs> and finishing with I should write that down. Yeah. Now we, this set itself up for the third one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, who's who's Watson? He was I, in yesterday. I, I, I recognise um, Watson. Uh, yes, Himish Patel. Himish Patel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he he played yes. the lead in in yesterday the uh, the film about when the Beatles oh, didn't what? exist. I'm, yes, I know. I know yeah. the face. Yeah. It was the beard that threw me at yeah. first. Yeah, I'm, so I'm I know that face. <laughs> are we going to get a third one? Hopefully, yeah, we assume so. Yeah, because um, am I right well. in thinking these were a series of books? They yes. are a series yeah. of books. Yeah, so there's there's definitely room for more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not sure if this was an original or one of the converted books. I don't know. I know yeah. the first. This one... is based on one of the books. I know right. the first yeah. one was based on one of the books. Yeah. Yeah. This is based on the case of the missing Marquis. That was the first one. Oh, it's the first one, sorry, yeah. So I'm not sure whether this was, as I said, an original tale or one of the books, but there's more, certainly more than enough yeah. books out there. Yeah, and even without the books, you can easily come up with possibly yeah. a Sherlock Holmes plot at the end of the day. You exactly. could even steal yeah. directly from Sherlock Holmes yeah. if you wanted yeah. to. Well, it's, it's what Sherlock did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be interesting to see... Presumably they will have Dr. Watson in the next one, how that's yeah. going to work. And yeah. You don't want to take too much away from Manola Holmes. She's no. the main character. Yeah. It's almost like they should do a spin-off. I think there has been there mention... There was talk of it, wasn't there? There is talk of... Doing uh... a spin-off with Henry Cavill as... Yeah, Holmes Sherlock. in his own... He's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's a spin-off of the spin-off. Yeah. That's yeah. original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, so this is out on Netflix, so if you've got Netflix... Yeah. One one thing, I mean, I, I might have just missed it, but uh, with Moriarty, I was kind of braced for the usual nonsense on Twitter. Yeah. Not only was she a woman, she was a woman of colour. Yeah. Indeed. But yeah. I didn't see no, any I haven't of seen that. Any no. I didn't go looking for it. No, I, because I, it I have only seen one little rant about the whole mixing around with genders and sexes and the basis of their rant was well if you're going to do that do it with the main characters not with the secondary characters from someone who I won't mention the name of but we all have oh, him. met him at some uh, point yeah, like, <laughs> are we actually finally growing well, as, a, as it's, a species it's, it's, I think we are it is interesting because both the Enola home films are, have been colour blind in mm. their casting yes. Karate Girl <laughs> I like karate. Oh, yes. If yeah. you're gonna make jujitsu, whatever. It is. If you were gonna make a film that was a true depiction to one of the books, mm-hmm. then no, you can't play around with the gender or the colour of the characters. If you are doing a true depiction of that book as it was, but this isn't. So no, you no, can no. do stuff like that. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're doing something that has been done before. Ad infinitum, mm. and mm-hmm. certainly Sherlock Holmes has been oh done. Oh my in, God! In, it's silent movies, also. You've got to mix it up slightly to yeah. keep it fresh, mm. to yeah. keep it interesting. I don't know if she would be or could be a professor. No, not then. Probably not then. Not then. Well, she could, she could be, but not officially. Right. If okay, she, right. if she'd had a teacher yes. who taught her 
and but she to that level, but she would. She couldn't, she couldn't have the title called professor. Yeah, probably not. Did they have the Open University there? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I really enjoyed yeah. this. Like, I, yeah. like the first one, I didn't get achy bum syndrome yeah. or anything. It was just no, constantly through, good. Yeah. I I only seen this once, but I'd quite happily watch this multiple times. Mm. I've yeah, saw it again today. I watched yeah. the first one and the second one today. I still really like the asides and all the director camera stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. 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 Drop kicking. The yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's not always speaking. Every now and then it's, it's just, just a look. look. Oh, yeah. many times. It's a look. And I'm so glad Helen Bonner Carter was in it. Oh, yeah. She yeah. she does insane very, very well. <laughs> and and yeah, that, that as a mother, she's just about holding on to a sense of reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she has a slightly reduced role because it just wasn't required so much in the no. plot. But, yeah. And indeed, uh, Mycroft wasn't in it at all. No. But that was more because the actor wasn't available. And again, it wouldn't have been a major part, probably. Like, I didn't uh, we like didn't... that version of Mycroft. No, that, that that version wasn't Mycroft, as I think I said during the... Yeah, uh, was... But it, it, ne- the, it needed that character. Yeah. Mycroft wasn't in it at all. I didn't miss him. No. No, I don't, no I, he don't think he was needed. I was going to say, I think if you had Mycroft in there, you've got um, too many Holmeses. Mm-hmm. It would then overshadow Anola. Yes. Although I expect he'd be back in the next one, if he can be. Yeah, we'll see how they change him up. Yeah. I mean, Mycroft wasn't in all the Holmes's stuff. No, he doesn't need to be. He's no, he's, he's only two or three, I think. Yeah, yeah. Sure he's... he's not what you would call um, a substantial character, so to speak, within the books as a. Mm. He was something yeah. important in the government. Yeah. Occasionally, he ran the government. <laughs> also, he didn't have Claire Rushbrook, who played the, house the housekeeper. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't set at home, was she? She's independent now, so... Yeah, yeah. I don't know who's living in that house. Presumably nobody. (laughs) Uh, Just the housekeeper. I don't know. So, do we recommend this one as well? Oh, yes. Most heartedly. Oh, yes, yes, If you've got Netflix, it's well worth catching. Yeah. Very much so. Definitely. Have a cup of coffee and a cake and just put your feet up. Oh, it's worth it. Hopefully a day or two old stale cake like uh, Nola had. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've got to give a shout-out for Bessie, the young girl that played Bessie. It's Serena... Sue Ling Bliss. Oh, okay. okay. But, yeah, she was great. Uh, she was, yeah, she wasn't in it much. No. Oh, the little girl. The little girl. Yeah. But I but thought it, she was. She she's was, the hook to get them into the, the store. She's the hook to get them yeah. all in, yeah. yeah. The one so, that hired a no loans. She, she's an important character. She's not in it much, but she's an important character. Yeah. Okay, watch it, then tell us what you thought of it, please. Thank you. <laughs> you can do so via show at staggeringstories.net. Right. Now, I'm afraid Crumbly couldn't be with us today. No. Nor could Stephen. No. They have run off together to Glasgow mm-hmm. to play with a llama. <laughs> but someone I? who could be here today mm-hmm. is he's actually about to spit on your head. Oh, not again. Oh, no. One, two, three. Hello, Hello head of Pertwee. Hello, Grunhilda, folded up Clara. Oh, uh, <laughs> the other weird and wonderful thing. Terence. And Graham. Yeah. And Terence. And everything else. <laughs> there are so, far too numerous to mention. So is, many things. What is Whitaker Daddy Bear doing? Waving. Okay. Yeah. Saying goodbye because we did the commentary for uh, oh. Power of the Doctor. Oh, okay. She had to sit there underneath the TV waving goodbye. Oh, bless her. Like at the end of, is it Trumpton? Which one is it? Yeah. They go oh, in the box. As he gets sucked down into the music box to <laughs> die a horrible death. <laughs> and, and has no mouth to... To scream yeah. for help. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile... Crumbly has sent us some stuff to talk about Ooh. over in Crumbly's Corner. Crumbly's Corner! Hello, Crumbly here. Sorry Hi. I'm not at tonight's podcast, as I'm currently down in Hampshire enjoying all that that fair county has to offer. A likely story. <laughs> However, I would like to share with you all my thoughts on Enola Holmes 2. Millie Bobby Brown, Cyrus, etc., and any other names, is back and not a demigorgon in sight, <laughs> as Sherlock Holmes's smarter younger sister. This time around, she is investigating the disappearance of a match factory girl, a seemingly trivial case for our fledgling Victorian sleuth, but as we discover, it is a small piece of a very big puzzle that gets her big brother involved on a personal level. As usual, Millie Bobby Brown, Cyrus, etc. doesn't so much uh, break the fourth wall as drive a bulldozer through it, (laughs) which I suppose adds to its uh, unique charm. Henry Cavill makes a welcome uh, return as Sherlock Holmes, Yep. But no Mycroft this time around. 
I suppose his only desire was to get his kid sister out from under his feet and off to a doubtless expensive uh, finishing school somewhere in Switzerland. In old uh, Holmes's love interest, the young and rather naive Lord Tewkesbury returns with a more substantial role as an advisor and potential love interest for Enola. There are lots of laugh-out-loud moments, including an interesting display of fan etiquette, various animations uh, included in the movie, and uh, Sherlock Holmes's arch-nemesis, Professor Moriarty, Mm. has undergone a rather interesting metamorphosis. All in all, Enola Holmes is a delightfully daft romp through Victorian England that I would recommend thoroughly. Now, I have a few recommendations, uh, televisual or otherwise, that I have to uh, impart upon you all. So sit back and relax while I read them out. The first is a series that was originally shown back on the BBC back in uh, 2014. Tomorrow's Worlds, the unearthly history of science fiction, is hosted by journalist and uh, presenter and writer Dominic Smallbrook, Mm -hmm. who I know from his weekly essay in the hallowed pages of The Daily Mail. It dwells upon the numerous subjects uh, that sci-fi is fond of uh, covering in TV, film and literature, such as space, alien invasions, robots and all the subjects that sci-fi is so fond of portraying. One thing is his favour is the fact that he is a big sci-fi fan and not a renter presenter uh, <laughs> that had been now uh, press ganged into hosting this uh, series. So at least he has a sort of a font of knowledge on which to draw on. The second recommendation is one of my major loves, music, or more accurately, a prog and classic rock. <laughs> Yay! At the time of writing, myself and a few work colleagues went to the Brighton Centre just over a week back to see the Australian Pink Floyd. Okay. Okay, these guys are a tribute band, but to see them in concert is, well, comparable to seeing the real deal in concert, which I was very fortunate enough to do so back in 1994 up at Earl's Court in London. What can I say? The music is note perfect to what you'd hear on a Pink Floyd album or live, but with a slightly Antipodean twist (laughs) in certain segments of the show. I cannot recommend this bandy enough as they encapsulate the sound and feel of the Floyd at their height. They're still on tour in the UK at the moment before they hit Europe. If you don't see them this year, they'll be touring again sort of this time next year to celebrate 50 years of Pink Floyd's benchmark album, Dark Side of the Moon. If you're into uh, Pink Floyd, go and see them in concert and prepare to be blown away. Now, my last recommendation is a series myself and Fate Crumbly have uh, seen advertised on Netflix. 1899 concerns a steamship sailing to New York uh, with a load of fee-paying passengers and economic migrants in steerage. Receiving news that a sister ship of the one they're all on, the Prometheus, has been located adrift in the Atlantic four months uh, later uh, after it was reported as missing and the exploration of the ship. It is dark, menacing and ominous and can be best described as Event Horizon meets The Matrix. There are scenes that are unnerving and odd, but they are intrinsic to the plot. But it is why I'm intrigued by it and why is the song White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane featured in it so heavily. Anyway, that's enough of my wafflings for this uh, instalment of Crumbly's Corner. I'll be back in the studio for the next podcast. So until then, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Thanks, Crumbly. Thank you. I've heard of the Australian Floyd group, and I'm told they're very, very good. (laughs) I have just started... 1899. 1899. I watched the last, the first episode last night. Okay, I've heard so of it. I don't know much I, about it. If we've got time, I'll play you the trailer. Okay. I am intrigued at the moment. Mm. Crawley's comic shop is definitely not opening again. Oh, it's, really? They've just posted on Twitter. That's oh, did it. They? It's going. Oh, oh shame. Mm. didn't make it through. Is that it? That is it, yes. We have no feedback. Please write to us. We'd write to you if we knew where you were. (laughs) (laughs) Though we might send you a Christmas card if you ask one. Oh, Oh, yes. Yes, Yes. we will need addresses for Christmas cards. Anyone who wants a Christmas card, email us your address. You can do that via show. (laughs) At staggeringstories.net. We'll see your name, please. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that too. And so that brings us to the end of another podcast. Thank God God. for that. (laughs) But fear not, next time there'll be more of the same. More news reviews, more who old and new, more fun, frivolity and jollity in whatever order you want to put it. (laughs) So until that, E for Enola. Very well done. Mm. Exciting, exquisite, exotic elephants (laughs) with eggs 
in its ears. Do what? <laughs> from comes, Ecuador. From Ecuador. <laughs> comes elastically elongating its eggs. Exaggeratedly. Towards us. <laughs> this is me, fake Keith, saying farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. My entire understanding of physical space has been transformed. <laughs> Three-dimensional Euclidean <laughs> geometry has been torn up and thrown in the air and snogged to death. My grasp of the universal constant of physical reality Keith. has been changed Keith. forever. Shut the up. word was Euclidean. Yes. Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 407, featuring Adam Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. No feedback, no, no. Nobody loves us. With the, um, I've got the right one, the <laughs> first bit of news is new companion named and shamed. That's the one? That's yep. the one, yeah. Oh, I'm looking at Millie Bobby Brown, just to check her name, it doesn't say the other Millie. And she was also born in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> oh, depressing. <laughs> Which makes perfect sense, because she was like 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more ways than one. I don't know how they'd they be born when the new series was created. Why weren't they born when the old one was? Yes. Like Why weren't they born in the 60s? Damn it. Yeah, Why weren't their like... parents born in the 60s? Oh, oh, God. God. Yeah. <laughs> the only I... thing as soon as I saw was, oh, God, not another blonde. Yeah, <laughs> Why not? Nah, you're not doing that again. What? Saturday. Saturday? What, this Saturday's gone? Yes. What was you doing at Tesco's? All the way to and from Tesco's. <laughs> I was pretending to be obedient. <laughs> obedient and subservient. Yeah, he didn't like it. We, we got home and he says, oh, I didn't like that game. Let's not play that anymore. <laughs> I was doing really well. It's you, you were. It's you, you were. who were caving in. You are. You were doing very well, and I was trying to do things to make you break. What, like drinking my drink in front of me? Yeah. <laughs> putting the lid on and putting it back. Yeah. No, but I, I, was, I, I, was... I was awesome. You underestimated my power of not giving a... F- so basically, you wouldn't make a good Dom, but she makes a very <laughs> well, good submissive. Well, the, the thing is, the thing is I, I was worried on two counts. One, she's going to snap and punch me. <laughs> Which I did. And two, somebody else would overhear us and punch me. I mean, the, the woman in Vision Express is oh, always already no. after you. Yes. <laughs> Ninkumpoop. Ninkumpoop. I beg your pardon? What's the same to you? Uh, Chooksbury's Ninkumpoop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't fancy him at all, does she? <laughs> well, she doesn't end up walking arm in arm with him away, does she? <laughs> oh, we all have stuff with uh, the fan and... Uh, the language of the language of the fan. Yes, Presumably that was a real thing. Oh, it was, yes, yes. (laughs) The speed at which you fan yourself says different things. I'm sure. Where you hold (laughs) the fan, it's like flowers. There was also the language of the flowers. Um, on your button Well, no, it's also you would send certain flowers to a lady or a gentleman okay. and it would tell you, tell you them... them to drop dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, it could be. It could be, you know, go away. I don't yeah. want anything to do with you. Or it could be, how about it then? <laughs> Did we check that that was recorded? I have been keeping an eye on it, yes. It's still recording now. It claims, at least. <laughs>